Welcome to Termagent Talk, a weekly walk through the minds of two hip-hop heads who happen to be women. I'm Goody. And I'm Chantel. Hi, everybody. How are you? Missed y'all. We here. Missed y'all. Y'all were missed, but, uh, you know. But did you miss us is the question. Word. So we uh, were gone for a week. Just one. with the jump off. Just one. I was a little concerned. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yes, the jump off. We back. Well, I wasn't concerned because I figured at the end of the day, we decided to take a break because we were having some tech issues. Indeed. And we tried to do the call-in, but we cannot have our listeners calling and telling us what the fuck. Because that means we're gonna people are gonna leave us and break up with us. And even though our content is fire, if this if the sound is real terrible, you guys are just gonna give up on us. So Yeah, I will sooner leave a man than I will leave y'all. Exactly. So Yeah, I mean literally. Um, for real. Like, sure. You know, um, these hoes ain't loyal, but I would hope that y'all ain't hoes. (laughs) No, y'all are great. uh, Here we are, back again. Well, you know, I'm always here with the analytics. So I've been looking at the numbers and I've been noticing that things keep climbing. Like there's certain episodes. I I mean, I pat myself on the back for my episode naming skills. Because I think that my episode naming skills is what... Grabs they definitely in. like <laughs> they definitely like Drake Papoose and who was it? Yeah, uh, if Drake, Drake Papoose and DMX walk in a bar, right? That and uh, is Liam Nielsen. Uh, yeah, racist, racist. Or not. Um, the the Palooza. Like I think it's just shout out. Anytime I think about my ability to do things like write headlines and write copy, copy. I know yeah, copy. I will pay my student loan this month because mm-hmm. my undergrad studies were in journalism. So all of the things that I've learned is getting to kind of be utilized in a very roundabout way. Even her social media thing, because she was like, yo, Goody pushed the thing on on IG. And, you know, I'm 44, fans. Like, I like to, you know, I'm hip. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to these stories and trying to get the story, and, and, and I wasn't going to ask. I was like, yo, I'm going to just share what Chantel shared. And that wasn't working. And I finally had to be like, you know, Chantel, you know, I'm the senior here. You know what I'm saying? She she the young buck on the scene. So I, I, I was like, yo, Chantel, how you do the uh how you how you do the moving people on, on the IG story? She was like, You mean the gift? Yeah, that's what they call it. <laughs> it's the gift. We have to throw little gifts on there. We want to make sure that you guys know what we're up to to and also give you opportunities to kind of catch up because I know we're very busy. We get a lot of content thrown at us. I listen to a lot of content. There's stuff that I get behind on, but if I if someone can give me an opportunity to just click click and then here I am, then I think it's a really good thing. So we try to give you guys opportunities to just click click and catch up. Now, yeah, she definitely had to give me that little <laughs> IG stories tutorial. It's all right though, you know. I cannot wait until the because um, it's a rollout. We're about to have our tech corner. So IG recently had a rollout where when you play songs now they'll put the lyrics up. Nice, but it's a rolling. They they roll that out. So it doesn't all go to everyone on one day. So some people have it 
it'll take probably like a month for all of us to have it, but I keep checking. Every in time some I'm of my testing, music. in some of my testing, I realize I have it because I do the Megan the Stallion, oh, um, you, the you run up freestyle, the running up freestyle. I, I, I had it. You, you I liked it. it. You like the little thing. I know, thing. but I don't have it. Oh, pish posh. I want it for my personal, because I got things to say. I got things like, to say and shit to talk. Any IG story you see come out of my phone, that is me testing these young people <laughs> think. That's me trying to figure out these young people think. You know, even when I do um, pictures, uh, people probably tired of me in the same damn pose. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I don't like to take pictures. I generally don't. That's oh, not my thing. Okay. You know. It used to be that I never took a picture of people. Oh, you're so pretty. Why don't you take pictures? Be like, because I don't. I I like to enjoy the moment. I'm the person who, when people want to take pictures of the food, mm -hmm. the food's already in my mouth, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Damn it, goody!" You ate it. Yeah. Well, the thing of it is this: I know anytime I do anything and I see less pictures, and I have to tell you, that's been my truth probably for almost the past year. I've been taking less pictures because I've been having more fun. Right. But I try to make sure we flick it up once or twice just to kind of like lock it in. Um, but yeah, I, I do enjoy a good Instagram story, fun time. And I really can't wait until, what's that fan sound? I don't know, it's the fit. That's the, the MacBook fan? Yeah. The, the infamous MacBook fan that they always talk about? Oh, shit, y'all about to, uh, we trying to get the sound right. Y'all about to hear some MacBook fan. It's about to, yeah, crack, crack, crackle, yeah. Then y'all don't, don't have to talk shit. But, um... What I was saying about the uh, the IG is that as soon as, if anybody knows anyone on Instagram that can speed me up on the list, on the rollout, so I can have my lyric stuff, I would love that. Um, but as soon as it's available, y'all gonna know about it because you're gonna see my ass talking all kinds all of shit. Music, all, all the, the music, all the music with the, with the, um, with the, uh, with the lyrics. And y'all gonna get mad if you want to. So now that we've been, we gone, we back. We're in the same room, which is good. I think that it's always nice for us to be together when we're talking. Yeah, I always um, appreciate that moment to to do a little download with Shan. Tell <laughs> Shan. Tell. I wanted to thank you guys for continuing to support us. Um, Shout out to Steve, man. Oh, Steve is great. Happy belated birthday. I mean, we gave him a happy birthday on our um, on our on his page, but I just want to give him a shout out. I also want to thank everybody who continues to download. I uh, wanted to talk about some notable international downloads today. Okay, who, who so we got? It just keeps spreading. Canada, the UK, Nigeria, Germany, Senegal, South Africa, Ghana, oh, Brazil, and Chile. International. Yeah. International players, Chile, sir. I mean, okay. I mean, the Bronx is still our number one market. Beeps. <laughs> Which is so funny. Because I talk to my shit. Okay, yeah. And then Queens is hard to to track because there's so many parts to oh, yeah, so many break little breakdowns that you can't really tell. But the Bronx is like continually and regularly in the New York market representing pretty hard. Where y'all where, where y'all at, BK? I'm I'm being BK right after we finish recording. I you know, I got love for BK. Specifically yes. the men of BK. Oh, well. Specifically one man of BK because I ain't trying to get my head knocked off. He's is he listening? He listens. Oh. Hi. Hi Don. How you doing? It's one man, one man in Brooklyn. One, one man alone. Just that's it. And then the great shit is that we also got a voicemail finally. So somebody picked up the phone and called our voicemails, and I'm gonna give you the guys the number. And it's not one eight hundred two two three nine seven nine seven. Um, our phone number is what's our phone number? Fan, you know um, better than me. 
I don't know. But if y'all could please call back. Uh, or, you know, give me a call. Like, while Shan is looking for this number, I just want y'all to know it's good for me to hear your voice the same way um, you hear mine. Some of you have not seen me. Like, if uh, I like to think I'm always out and about and more people see me than not. But mm -hmm. for those who uh, don't see me and only hear my voice, um, please don't be alarmed. I'm five foot three. I'm not the six foot giant that I sound like. I talk a lot of shit like a six foot giant. And a lot of times when people meet me for the first time, they're like, so where's the rest of you? Oh, no. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm coming. I'm coming to terms with the fact that I'm not um, tall. I'm the short person in my family. It's okay. It's okay. Well, so I want to hear y'all voice. Yeah, give us a call. Our number is 929-224-4342. That's 929-224-4342. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. We got a voicemail. Are we going to play the voicemail? We're going to play the voicemail. Uh, yeah, we'll play the voicemail. Hello, ladies of Permanent Talk. This is the infamous, <laughs> illustrious Mocha Carter. Um, I just wanted to shout you guys out. Um, I just listened to the Father's Day episode, and it was dope. Uh, as you guys both know, I lost my dad many years ago. So the questions that were asked um, kind of allowed me to take a moment to reflect on my dad. So that was pretty dope. Um, I love what you guys are doing. Y'all got to get this mic situation situated, though. <laughs> Other than that, I love it. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, Big things in your future. Love you guys. Follow back. Bye. So that was a voicemail from Mocha, who is our one of our top listeners, top shata, top girl, top friend, top ting tribe aficionado. I, I, I do hope that the microphone situation sounds better to you, Miss Carter. Uh, we work in one of We got to get you up here because we have things that we need to be talking about. But I, I mean, I love um, Eve too, but I think that Shan want you to come up here. Sorry, Shan. Tell mm -hmm. want you to come up here so that y'all could do the uh, the Eve tribute. I want to see how we do because I can't imagine us getting here and doing Eve and Malik not being but We here. need to just have a room full of women who really appreciate the time and space that Mo that Eve gave to us because Eve is is underappreciated and I think she's just underappreciated because she pivoted so fast off of everything but we are going Yo, to have a Eve appreciation day we gotta appreciate her for starting out as she started out and now being a billionaire yeah but also she still be out here rocking grabbing that microphone she was just with Scott Storch on the 4th of July I oh Scott on, I posted it on our story Scott Storch seems to be doing well does he look well? Because, you know, he was mm -hmm. also doing coke. Yeah, he was hanging out with um, Timbaland the other day. They went live. They were making beats together. Praise God. Like, yeah. praise God for the original, like... They're super talented. Like, the, the forefathers of mm -hmm. laying these tracks down, though. I mean, we had the original hip-hop. Boom, boom, boom. Like, the, the boom bap. Mm -hmm. But when these dudes say, hey, I'm going to make something, and shit's going to be pretty, and it's going to last forever, and it's not going to sound dated, and when... It's, I know it's 1998 mm -hmm. now, but when you put they it on in 2019, music. that shit's still going to go hard. They That's our some, Timberlands. That's our Scott Storches. Yeah, Scott so, Storch is super, super talented. And he's like Timberland and the Roots. Right. So it's like he's got all kind of like... He's diverse he's and sound. like a motherfucker. Yeah, he, he like, does his thing. The drugs thing is, you know, it is what it is. It seems like he's doing much better. 
and I'm happy to see him. But Eve went off with her with Scott. And yeah. Good. At a, at a we see you, Ma. We see you, Ma. Having a microphone, which I love. So while we were apart and we did not see each other, we we should catch up. So, like, what did you do last week? Anything, uh, anything interesting and fun that you got done? Any places that you went to? I have. Um, I mean, you went to some things. I went to a fet. Um, what was that? Last weekend, I went to a fet. Um, you know. West Indian party. No, 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 no. Be more specific. Um, I went to was it a customer appreciation barbecue for a restaurant in New Rochelle called Crave. Oh, wait. This gentleman also did resurrection I was say on that's the green. The same guy. Yeah, he can cook. He did resurrection so on the green. So he's in charge of cooking all the food. Well, you know, he's the he's the main chef. Yes. Yeah. Um, so. The so, main chef writes the recipes yeah, and everybody follows yeah, the way. It's his restaurant. Like, I'm sure he's handling it in the restaurant. But when we get to a bigger situation, like, because his resurrection on the green, there were thousands of people there. He can't be. I'm sure he's not pushing out all of that food. Was it but, a pool party? No. Was there was a, a pool party, party, but this was a part. Resurrection on the green is like it's on a golf course yeah and then the the and then uh, two weeks later he had the party that i went to Mm -hmm. which was i'm from mount vernon it was in um on brush at brush Brush park now brush park that my my son played football there Mm -hmm. and well football after we lost our field mount vernon's a mess Mm y'all um but my son more played baseball there. Okay, so it's a lot. It's a lot of green space, okay. and they were able to throw a party there. Okay. and it was a time. This is the funny thing about West Indians and partying. This party was supposed to be uh, July third, from four p.m. to ten p.m. Mm-hmm. I know I personally rolled in at eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but at 9.45, West Indians were still rolling into the party. At 10.30, mm-hmm. they switched DJs. So I'm sure that they got the permit for the park mm-hmm. until 12. Um, but they were still doing their thing at 10.30. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nice time. It's always a nice time when I can get with the girls and we go out and listen to tunes. Okay. Um, I dug like it. a reggae party? It's a reggae party. Okay. So it, it was a good time. It was a really good time. And then you went to a comedy show, right? Yes, I went to a comedy show. You're right. I did go to a comedy show. Uh, Pierre, he was in BAPS. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was he in? He's from How to Be a Player. His name is Pierre Edwards, as a matter yeah, of fact. The light-skinned guy. Light-skinned guy. Mm-hmm. This dude was hilarious. Was he? Did he, you laugh? he was. I laughed a lot. He was a... So he was there. This... I want to do it justice. Um... Hunts Point is a Hunts Point comedy In show. Months? Yes. Oh, okay. The so last Saturday of every month, I'm going to do you right, um, JP. He's the main comedian. It's his thing. Mm-hmm. He's been doing this for years. Every time I go, it's a good time. It's bring your own bag. But we oh, have like turned, B-Y-O-B? yeah, we have turned that into bring your own liquor, food. bring your own food. So we will be there with a full on like cooler. What's the name of the place? Um. Damn, it, I'm not doing it justice so because we'll I just the, I, I will tag it in the notes. But he usually has local comedians, but he's been doing this for quite some time. So what he did was he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna have Pierre there. Pierre's gonna be the main man, and that's so what he's he going to the, be." The, he so he had a very he was the headliner. He had a very long set. That's supposed to say like thirty minutes. Yes, maybe even forty five. Because wow. there was a point where he was like. 
you know, they were trying to wind him down. And he was like, you know what? The money doesn't run out. Like, like, so, you know, he finished his joke and he was like, well, damn, the money ran out. Mm. You know, he's from L.A. Oh, or he, LA? I don't know if he's from L.A., but he's in L.A., Ugh. right? So Sorry. for him, he had done Salsa Con Fuego, I guess, the Friday. And then this Saturday, he was holding his man down and doing this Hunt Point, Hunt mm-hmm. Point comedy show. He was hilarious. He wasn't just funny. He was smart. He was witty. He was clever. And it was more than I expected from him. Mm. To the point whereby, at the end of the night, I was like, I kind of, you know, you were funny in a way that I didn't expect. And he was like, New York doesn't think I'm funny. Spread the word. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. He was like, why are you being a hater? I was like, because that's what I do. But I definitely am spreading the word. He was hilarious. You know, he asked that we didn't record. And we didn't. But he was funny as shit. Mm. It was some. I appreciated it. And it was it the the location is intimate. So if you saw him on a if you saw him on a bill, I'm a going. Bill, I'm going. going. Okay. If he's headlining something, okay. I'm going. That's good to know, because that's how you know that you enjoy the person. If you see their name, you go. You know what? I'll I'll do this again. I'll jump in here. No problem. Okay. I mean, I'll keep an eye out for him too, because I don't mind going to comedy shows. The other day, I watched the. Um, Mike Epps Netflix special was it good? I didn't laugh at all. So the problem I, I have a little bit, but the problem I have with these things mm-hmm. is that you don't. Laugh. Some people, I'm like, yo, I don't think he like you say Mike Epps. In my head, I'm like, there's different kinds of funny. Mm-hmm. There's you, Eddie Murphy. You can stand up here and tell me jokes mm-hmm. funny, and then there's your comedic timing in a movie or on a sh- in a show, mm-hmm. and. If you have comedic timing, that's great. I have comedic timing, mm-hmm. but I couldn't do a show for anyone. So, okay. you know, that's where I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Hart, sometimes he's good, sometimes yeah. he's not. Yeah. Martin's even good. And then, like, uh, Run Tell That, wasn't that, like, his very sad, like, <laughs> I, I was watching was funny, it. Though. He was funny, and then there was some parts of it where I was like, yo, oof. this is that point where the comedian oof. is very sad. Yeah, you so, He's not. He's having a rough go. Yeah, he was having a rough time. So yeah. I, I appreciate that. I want to know about that because at least sometimes we're always looking for stuff to do, and if we know about different things that are happening, it doesn't hurt to kind of spread the word. Like if it. he goes to that comedy club on Forty Second, what's that? Oh, Caroline. If he goes to Caroline's, I, I definitely show up. Okay. Yeah. No, and that's good. I, I while we were away, I did the um, I did the uh, I went to the do the right thing block party. I was supposed to go to yeah, that. Which was um, on the... Spike Lee, the director, the movie director, illustrious movie director, uh, through a 30th anniversary block party for the movie Do the Right Thing. Wasn't that... Isn't this the time that he would be doing the Prince party, but he had to make a decision on which one he was going to do? Maybe, but he chose this on the date. Correct. So what's funny about Do the Right Thing is... Um, so Do the Right Thing came out 30 years ago, which would have made me... Younger. 13 (laughs) and would have made my sister eight or going and i know that your parents took you right to the theater to see so you know my parents were divorced Mm -hmm. and where your dad took you my july was my dad's month (laughs) i can't deal with chantel chantel's mom chantel's dad (laughs) and and the suitcase for down the block the bag to go 20 blocks (laughs) suitcase for down the street 20 blocks and not 20 Manhattan blocks, 20, you know, we, we're both from out of borough. A skip. 20, right. A skip, a skip, yeah, skip. Yeah, 20 s- suburban blocks. She could look down to see where you reach. <laughs> look down a block and see, all right, they reach. Let me close my door. Exactly. And lock it. Top lock, too. 
Um, but we went and he took us to see it. Wait, the chainsaw make sure that if y'all come in and is <laughs> yeah, inappropriate yeah, yeah. stuff, that exactly. <laughs> like, you're not getting doing it in the living room or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. So um, he took us to see that, mm -hmm. and if you really think about yeah, the right thing, know, it's intense. It is. And we, the thing about him that was what I thought with my dad, which was because he would talk to us after we would see things. Now he didn't like us seeing like a lot of sex stuff. Like just something that was sex driven, but like if it was like violence, like state violence, and like the man, and he didn't have a problem with us seeing it because he felt that he could he could talk to us about what we just saw. Okay. I think for him the sex, like Purple Rain, I remember him us watching him turning it off because it was just unnecessary cursing and sex for just fucking and cursing sake. So real funny story. Mm -hmm. My dad's a square. Mm -hmm. Um, you know. We're Bajan, so he's all into the Brits. So Benny Hill was his guy. Oh, I love Benny Hill. Love Benny Hill. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the things would be on, we'd all be watching mm -hmm. and it'd be like inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Or maybe we were watching on a video mm -hmm. or this, something inappropriate would come on. Mm -hmm. And instead of stop, my dad would fast forward. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was all the stuff happening faster. Yeah. And we'd just be like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor daddy squeer. Yeah, so they shot, so the movie itself was just really good. Anybody who's seen Do the Right Thing, um, if you have not seen Do the Right Thing, stop playing this podcast right now. Go see Do the Right Thing and then come back. I'm and curious, to did, Allie, did Allie see it? Because, you know, like, Ernest has Alexander, Alex, like, watching things in the now. Mm -hmm. Like, she's watching movies now. She's like, okay, took that off the list. Yeah, and it's like, I, wait a I minute. It's like, wait a minute, wait I a minute. I don't. Alex, you won't have to let us know if you've seen Do the Right listen? Thing. I don't know. Um, I don't know if she listens. She's going to listen because I'm well, tagging. Well, you're going to have to tag her and yep, ask be her like, Yo. at minute whatever we have a question. So make sure you take a timestamp mm -hmm. so that you can say, at this minute, we got a question for, for Alex. Did she get to see Do the Right Thing and what she thought about it? So I say all of that to say that the movie was shot in Brooklyn. It was shot, I think, over the course of like three weeks on a block in Brooklyn. Um, the movie has a pizzeria that they had to build on an empty lot in order to Burn kind of that, tell yeah, the story. To, yeah, to mess up. And, you know, they tell the story. And Spike Lee does did the um, block party in the intersection of the block where the movie was shot, which still looks pretty much the same. I know that we say Brooklyn is gentrified. I know that we say Bed-Stuy is gentrified. I know that we say all these things, but it's true. But I always, I feel like the more I open my eyes and pay attention, the main roads are gentrified and the back blocks are still what they always have been. Because the people who are coming here from Ohio and all of these, the, the, the landlords haven't learned how to uh, market to that yet. And then a lot of these in the block mm -hmm. properties are owned by the people. Mm -hmm. That's and, what I believe is the and case. So they say that's why it's difficult to mm -hmm. gentrify the Bronx the way they would like to gentrify oh, the Bronx. Oh, because people own their properties? Yes, you own mm -hmm. your property. At least where, where, mm -hmm. where Mocha and I are from, mm -hmm. like you own your property. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's going to be hard. hard, especially after we watched what happened in Brooklyn. Where, like you gave me five cents and now you're making five million mm -hmm. on the five cents you gave me. Mm -hmm. No, you're not just getting rid of me as easily as you got rid of the people mm -hmm. in Brooklyn. If you want to get rid of me, pay me. And if you want to pay me X, Y, Z, yeah. I know what I got is worth more so than that. It. So I'm holding on. To quote Master P from uh, Solange's album, if they offer you $10 yeah. million, then it must be worth much more. If they if they go offer mm -hmm. me $10 million, I must be worth like 100 Yeah, yeah, it's true. So the party was, um, it was a bright sunny day. It was very warm. We Our summer just showed up one day. Yeah, it just showed up. It showed the fuck up, and I'm thankful that it did. So it showed up. So here we are. So the event was pretty packed. 
There was a lot of celebrity guests there. Almost everybody from the movie showed up. From Dan Aiello, who was like eighty five years, eighty six years old. Really, he yeah, doesn't he, look like yeah, we he looks see, a little frail. But we see he's still acting like not a bit. as much, but a but little bit. The last time I saw him, I wasn't like, oh, that's an eighty six yeah, year old. Yeah, but you saw man. him. If you saw him on Sunday, you'd be like, yes, it is. Okay. He was moving very slow. Rosie Perez came out. Um, Roger Bernier, who played Smiley, mm-hmm. came out. Chuck D performed. We were on our way. We missed that. So Chuck D performed Fight the Power. Did, which, did Flav show up? No, it was just Chuck That's D. That's okay. We can use a little background for Flav's little parts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're good on that. Um, uh, who else came out? Um, Rosie Perez was there. Yeah, you said that. Uh, I like how uh, She's Gotta Have It kind of is calling back to mm-hmm, Rosie. Yeah, and that was Mookie. really cool. That was very cool. The guy from She's Gotta Have It, the artist with the wrapped up yes. face, he was there hanging out. There were a lot of people hanging out there that were really known people um Amari Hardwick came on stage and his body is ridiculous well yeah what's Amari's connection I don't oh Spike Lee gave him his first job ah that's what it was it was his first paying job he said that what was that job I don't remember what it was but it was must have been somewhere in the 90s that Spike Lee put him in a movie okay he was saying that his first paying job was through Spike Lee so he was happy to come out and be supportive. I mean, He's if you read Taraji's book, Malcolm X is like her first look. She was in the, um, when Malcolm was giving the speech. Taraji was in Malcolm X? Yeah, she was in the crowd. Oh, really? Yeah, her and her homegirl. Really? They, they thought they was going to be bigger than that, but, you know, they was in the crowd. Oh, shit, I did not know that. Okay, that's dope. So I Spike have to... Lee has been... He's given him and Tyler Perry. Of course, these people give people John, a lot of money. Mr. Singleton. Yeah, they give people a lot of money. They or give them the opportunity to say, "I'm worth this." Mm-hmm. So, Spike Lee ended the night. He was very drunk. Oh, I love it. I like a person who enjoys their own party. And he got it. Went from oh, you know who else was there? Ooh. Corey Wise from the Exonerated Five. Nice. I like He's, Corey's making his rounds. Yeah. 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 Well, he's trying to, um, it seems like he's trying to put himself back into the world. The world. Yeah, I just read an article that he bought an apartment in I, Harlem. I know. You saw that? Yeah, very expensive. I didn't really need us to know how much he paid for it, but he must have got a nice apartment in a nice building. I hope that and he I, got a nice apartment in a nice building and people leave him nicely to fuck alone. Yeah, I hope so too. But um, I. It, he's the only one that didn't leave Harlem. If it were me. Um, I wouldn't have left New York. Maybe I would have went upstate, but I wouldn't have been that. I, I, mm. It's home, and that's the only place he knew when he left. See, my problem with things of that nature is that, you know, what's home for you is also around what triggers you. I think what would trigger, my opinion is what triggers him would be to go back because his trauma happened there. If um, if it's me, any fucking police siren is a problem. Yeah. Seeing cops in all blue is a problem, and that's all they do. they police in the street. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, hopefully he's working through it. If he could afford that apartment, yeah, hopefully he got, he got the, the therapy. The hopefully the therapy he's working through. Like, mm-hmm. hopefully everything that he's going through right now is therapeutic. So, nice. I'm happy for What he do when he got there? He went on stage? Yeah, what? he was on stage. They threw, you know, they cheered at him or whatever. He always looks so nice. He does have a youthful energy to him. He dresses like... Harlem do? But better. And well, it's no shade, but... 
But he, better. It's not. It's not the Olas and the mm-hmm. and the Nike is better. He dresses nicely. He dresses like someone who's been waiting to dress. Nice. He always looks so. And Put he together. also dresses like someone who's a little bit older. So like he dressed like he ironed his t-shirts. Okay. You and you and I yeah, understand I, I get because it. you know the kind of men that you've mm-hmm. been around. Yeah. He irons his t-shirts. Everybody don't iron their t-shirts, and we can see you. We just want you to know we see the ones that iron their t-shirts. I'm not one of the ones that iron. No, no, we're not talking about us. We're okay. talking about them. I see you. Iron, I, because if you could iron yours, you could iron, iron mine. mine too. <laughs> that's not something. I might be wrinkled right now. No, but I appreciate that. And also, unfortunately, sometimes when you've been in prison, you start to get institutionalized in the same way military people do. Yes. So you, your presentation sometimes is all you have. Yes, and it's very. It has it's to be important. It has to be on point. Yeah. So, but it's just nice to see him. I know that he's got troubles. I know that he's got some issues. I know that they're all struggling. Um, and kind of like to segue out of the do the right thing thing and kind of segue into the Essence Festival. Um, seeing him come outside and be places not surrounded about their sad story correct i think is what's good i wish we could see the rest like that but we for whatever can. reason we are they see, out and about well for essence because i follow right um, okay Raymond santana i have to get i have to order a park madison t-shirt okay even though the one the one i want is not the one with their names i want the one with the mugshot because okay. i just do um and i will it is on my like if we t- did visuals, that's what I was saying to someone. If we did visuals, I'd have no money because my my wardrobe budget would be all brands I wanted to support. I mean, we're going we're going to have to do visuals oh, eventually. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We, we don't have to do anything. Well, I mean, we ain't got to be like recording because uh, you know I did we, wash my face this morning, but I can't promise that for next week. Oh. Um, but just the pictures of oh, what are we wearing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just a little to. picture. You know what? When we get to our month, we can Photoshop instead of um instead of purchasing all the t-shirts. Let's Photoshop. Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> let's Photoshop what we would. So I say all of that to say that the Essence Festival is this weekend, and we are not there. Um, I think I'm going. I, I I'm going next year. How many have you you been? I've been to one. Okay. I went two years ago. Okay. Um, I haven't been since 2006. But I have been three times. Uh, I'm going next year. Uh, I, I believe I'm going with Black Girl Moves, um, and I believe have it's supposed to be. Have we talked about moving. Black Girl Moves on this podcast? Not yet? as of yet, but so we'll get this, there. No, we should probably talk about it now. Uh, why? Wait, why? Because I mentioned it. Yep. Okay, Black Girl. Real quick. Black Girl Moves mm-hmm. is a movement for Black women getting together, and instead of healing the world and spreading ourselves too thin, we are loving on each other. And hopefully, you know, it's not perfect, but we're going to get there. Um, we will be traveling together, uh, Afro, Punk, Brazil, or no, Aren't South Africa. South Africa yeah, Christmas? Afro, Punk, South Africa in, during Christmas, mm-hmm. going into New Year's. Yeah. And next year we're doing Essence Fest, which is going to be a VIP all-inclusive package. Excellent. And, you know, there's a article in um, XO Nicole, that's how she's, that's what she's calling herself instead of Nicole Bitchy, mm. um, where this woman's talking about how she went broke going to Essence. Because she went with like a dollar in her pocket and late run. I, I don't know her situation. What? Yeah, I don't know her she situation. She went $1 late run? She had a dollar. No, I, no. She, let me, she I'm was living, quote unquote, living her best I'm life. I'm going to be the nigger of the two of us right now and say that if I was going to skip my rent, I would have taken my rent with me to Essence 
I think she paid for the tickets. I'm not getting on a plane with no money. Now I would, and and I wouldn't even do that now as an adult. Yeah, and she mentioned like staying in all. Well, not for this, but the way she was traveling Mm -hmm. because people have the wanderlust. She was like staying in a motel six with six women. I'm not doing any of that. But I, I'm oh, not anymore. But no, when not I was 22, yeah, yes. at forty something. I just need certain comforts. If I'm yeah, but if I'm getting on a plane, I need to be able to stretch these legs out mm-hmm. upon landing. I will say this: when you are young and traveling, young and broke and young and like with help from your parents, there is no shame in stacking up. You know, four people in a room. Because you need to get where you need to go. And you are 19. And that's what I recommend. Like, for what I tell my son, you ain't paying no, you know, you ain't paying nobody's rent. You ain't putting Mm -hmm. in on any of this mortgage. Do what you got to do. Have a good time. Travel smart. You Mm -hmm. and your boys, you're going. He's supposed to be going somewhere. I I don't know. Somewhere on Thursday. Oh, fun. Great. He don't owe me no money. Mm -hmm. And he got a job. Yeah. So... This girl on uh, girl, this person, woman, lady, yeah. individual, is basically she. W- she said she went broke going to Essence. She no, she was broke when she left. Yeah, she was broke when she left. All of that to say that we when go- you go with black girl moves, we're not gonna. There's gonna be a payment plan. You're gonna go. You're gonna have everything all inclusive when we get there, and it's gonna be a good time. My thing with Essence and I, I, I enjoy New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I think it is one of America's greatest cities. It feels like because I personally, I, my, I'm of the opinion that America is 50 states, and a lot of times it feels like if you travel to different states, like you're in different parts of different countries. Yes, and I think that New Orleans has a feel that feels like no place I've ever been. You and know that say, uh, Haiti's New Orleans uh, sister country, right? I do. We'll get back to that. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. The thing with New Orleans that I like is that it, it does not feel like you are in the United States of America, but it doesn't feel like you're in Europe either. I mean, I only have a limited European experience, but enough to know that it's um, it's a hybrid. And there's something also because of the weather, because of the people, because of the energy. The people are what um, gets me. Like my homegirl Ivory from uh, New Orleans mm-hmm. and... When she, you know, she she's like, girl, I'm from the South. But I it's met her in Brooklyn. South, she, I met her in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. right? So she's talking to me. I'm like, you don't sound Southern. When she moved back to New Orleans, mm-hmm. darling. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. I see you. <laughs> I see you, Ive. So the Essence Festival you went to, did you partake? What did you partake in? I went to the shows. You did night concerts? I did night concerts on Mary J. Bly, Shaka Khan. Did you um, do the... The self-care. No, I didn't do any of the self-care. And the reason I didn't do the self-care is because when I got to New Orleans, the day I was going to be doing self-care is the day I went to see Ivory. And she was like, welcome to my city. Mm -hmm. And I brought you a daiquiri. And be easy with this now. And And she poured us that. And we slurp, slurp, slurp. And Mm -hmm. for hours just sitting down thinking about life. Like, Mm -hmm. we supposed to be somewhere. Yeah, but we are drunk right now, and yeah. it was the kind of drunkness she was like. This going, it was like I think the drink was called the Soldier Boy, mm. and um, we was all the way lean back, like it was just trying to get yourself together was a struggle. Mm-hmm. The food was delicious too. Oh my gosh! But yeah, next time maybe I'll do the daiquiri after I go, go experience the thing. Yeah, I'm gonna experience the thing. Then I'm gonna have the. Then I'm be welcome to my city. It's a very, uh, I, what I like about Essence Festival is that it is a very well-rounded set of events. 
Um, not here to sell anybody on Essence Festival, but the idea that it is a an event that is centered around black women. And it's really centered around black women, not places for black women, women to go meet men. No, but black, for black women, women to if, go. If men happen to be out it, there. Yes. Cool. And men, if you go to New Orleans during this time, you are literally shooting fish in a barrel because there's so few men there that you are a, a commodity or whatever. Um, the idea that you have concerts, then you have um, during the daytime, you have events where people are exchanging ideas. And then you have opportunities to buy from people. And then you have opportunities to explore the city on a deeper level. It's just a wonderful setup. And it's set up, the reason why I like it the most is because it is targeting black women, which we do not get targeted often. Right. It's literally one of the only things that we have. And I'm happy to hear that anywhere from 250 to 500,000 black women descend upon. descend upon New Orleans, and not just from America, Women from Africa, Europe, all over the world now go to New Orleans and get to be together in like fellowship with other black women. And thank God for Essence. That's what Essence yeah. is all about. Ive is also a freelance writer for Essence. Oh, that's nice. I'm glad that Essence has held its own over all these years. I mean, yes. It's this Essence Festival is 25 years in, but Essence itself has been around most of our lives. I think all of our lives. When fashion fair was the only thing glory. that we had going for, like that was the only makeup we could go to. Yeah, and they, probably what was the other lady, Naomi Roberts? Naomi, mm -hmm. that, is that it? Flory Roberts. Flory yeah, Roberts. Yeah, Flory Roberts. I remember. Shout out to Stern. Like, my sister, because I personally was never the type to go play in my mom's makeup. But mm -hmm. my sister always used to get in trouble for touching the fashion fair and the Floyd yeah. Roberts and the heels. I used to be like, what are you doing, yo? We don't need that. I love heels since I was a very little kid. I, I was really forced to wear heels because my grandmother said, we have to learn how to walk like ladies. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I would do my little stint in the little heels mm -hmm. that they made us walk in. But when I took those off, that was that. It's time for the Timbs. Oh, you're so silly. Time for the Timbs, fam. But yeah, big ups to everybody. Reebok in, Classics. In New Orleans. I prefer classics over freestyles. Um, freestyles are not for me because my feet are big. Um, so everybody who's at Essence, I'm really happy for you guys. Um, someone reached out to me and told me that uh, it was actually an older co-worker of mine. Mm -hmm. Who one year I came back from Essence and I was telling her about it and she was kind of like, "Is this yeah. something I should do to or whatever?" And I really was. I'm always encouraging of people to do things. Yes. Because why the fuck not? And she and her girlfriends they go like they don't go every year, but they, but they went them, this they year. And I, I commented like, "Nice to see." You. And she's like, "Every time I go to Essence, I think about you because you were the person who encouraged me to go the first time." And she's like ten years my senior. And okay, so time, that, that works. Just, she just was kind of like, is this something for everyone? I'm like, no, it's the cool thing about Essence is that you could be a young tender to being a granny and you're going to have a good time because the music lineups are as, as such, the daylight, the daytime stuff is as such. They've got the stuff for your spirit, they've got stuff for your soul. So, what they I got also the hurricanes enjoy. for you to get drunk on Bourbon Street. Mm -hmm. They got it all. Or, or, or in your little hotel after Ivy welcomes mm. you. Uh, to her city but mm. what I enjoy about Essence every time it comes around is Ivory's a freelance writer Ivory's from New Orleans and Ivory goes with her mom oh, and fine. some of the pictures that they get like one year her mom took a picture with Common so mm. Ivory you know she gotta show that on the Facebook Common. on the Facebook you know what I'm saying mm. and um, 
Whenever, like, I think one time they went, maybe Gerald LeVert might have said a little oh, something to her mom, peace. and her mom was like, yes. <laughs> like, I you mean, know. I can't believe that, he's gone. I can't believe he's gone either. But, like, I always enjoy watching Ivory and her mom have the, the essence experience. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Uh, That's really good. So you guys are going to be going next year. So I look forward to hearing your feedback when yeah, you come back from the I, trip. I'm gonna hope that you come with. Um, um, but we, we gonna work on it. Yeah, you are gonna work on me on that. Um, what, what we doing now? What we doing now? Well, I think we should talk about music. I mean, that's why we're here. Oh, there's a whole we bunch got of music. music stuff to talk about. Shit, ton of music came accolades out. Accolades and shit we like, and music to ride out to, and. If we're gonna be co-defendants and crime music, and, yeah, you know, or if the if so if any of these sounds gonna make me get up and slap somebody, yeah, this is a good time. Need bail money music, yeah. So let's start with the 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 um the beat the the low hanging fruit, Lil Nas X. Well, um, we didn't need to hear him come out the closet. Oh yeah. Because he's he, a barb, right? He he's a barb. Um, and everybody he was, knows what a barb is, right? A Barb is a Nicki Minaj diehard fan. Yeah. Um, and her Barbs, her boy Barbs, tend to be part of the LGBT community. Yes. So we didn't need to hear it, but I'm. But when somebody needs to say, hey, this is who I am, don't get me fucked up. Mm-hmm. And when he did it, you know, Pride Day, like, you know, the day where they did the parade, mm-hmm. you know. World Pride Day. World Pride Day. Mm-hmm. Like, what 50th anniversary mm-hmm. of Stonehenge, like Stonewall? Uh, Stonewall. <laughs> Stonehenge I am is in England. I, I am horrible, but um, <laughs> I did watch the documentary, so you know, bear with me. But welcome to being out and about. I like that he's got a cheeky tone about it. Oh, um, yeah, he let y'all know. He using his homophobic, I'm gonna kiss him in the mouth. He using all of his trolling skills to let yeah. y'all know. I do not care what y'all think about Don't the way I live my me. life. I'm good. Yeah, I'm I went diamond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the bigger news is that Old Town Road went 10 times platinum. Right, and a lot of people are talking about, okay, that went platinum, but his EP's not doing well. We have watched a lot of one hit wonders mm-hmm. pump it up. <laughs> like, Come on. Come on. No. <laughs> we have we're watched not gonna it. do that. We're not gonna do it. Pump it up but is a good song. It's a great song, but we have watched a lot Don't of Did he go diamond with that? No. Okay. But I'm sure that's the And look why, at him. Still he's here. I'm sure the reason why he has that house in the pool probably is because pump, pump it up. Okay. I don't know. Pump it up just seemed like we secretly Joe's secretly rich behind Pump It Up. Well, everywhere people, I'm not worried about Lil Nas X from the moment we saw him and heard his little story. Mm -hmm. Granted, people think that he was kind of planted. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I more believe the story of his family was getting frustrated with him Mm -hmm. not doing something with himself. He -hmm. went to stay at his sister house and he was just recording this little song. and, And it worked out. And his sister was getting tired of his ass too. And just so happens that the little kids on them. The little uh, app took to this and took TikTok TikTok. or what whatever the young people getting into. You know, I just learned the IG stories, y'all. But (laughs) the TikTok that the youth was getting into helped him get on the map with this uh, old old town country road or whatever. Um, Praise God, Mm -hmm. Lil Nas X is set for the rest of his life. He should be if everything is lined up. And not so you know. The way he he knows how to manage this uh, social media, Mm -hmm. he will always be able to be relevant enough to make him a little coin if he should need to. So, and speaking of hip hop diamonds, we just had a birthday for our Curtis Jackson. 
Ah, uh, 50 Cent turned uh, 44 this weekend. So I have an affinity for cancers. He had uh, Get Rich or Die Trying is the last hip-hop album I can remember going to Diamond. Right. But I, and I don't know. I'm not, I don't do the analytics. I listen to the music. I sometimes do the I don't even listen. Sometimes I listen to the track and I cut the MC out. Um, I'm here with the facts. What I'm going to say is the when facts, Get Rich yes. or Die Trying came out, you know, you knew he was an MC or whatever. I'm not sure if we knew we, he was petty to the level of petty that we learned he, he is. I have a different experience because uh, of my uh, yeah. proximity. But yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't know he was as petty as yeah. he is. But um, did Get Rich or Die Trying, um, did it age well? Did it age well? I'm talking you, Chantel. <laughs> oh, hi. So, for me, personally, there are parts of it that don't give the same energy that it gave when we, when I was literally listening to this shit on a loop, nonstop, for um, a really long time. Um, there are certain, like, my favorite songs on Get Rich or Die Trying, I would probably say are, like, What Up, Gangsta, uh... Back Down, not really. Back Down used to be like one of my super duper like, yeah, this is it. Joints, um, Patiently Waiting is still, Patiently Waiting is still one of my favorite 50 Cent songs because I liked him and Eminem going back and forth. Okay. No Jada and Styles, but still pretty good. Mm. Um, and What Up Gangsta. So What Up Gangsta, Patiently Waiting, and Back Down. Which is um, is the song with the gun cocking, mm-hmm. and uh, in the club is always going to be in the club, but in the club I was never like a big in the club person. Like it wore me fast. Well, the when in the club came out, my niece might have been one, mm-hmm. and whenever she heard that song, she would get them feet going. going. That was her her jam. That was her thing. Okay, yeah, it's so just one of those songs. you know, I always look at it affectionately. Mm-hmm. Um, I like many men. I just like the way I like the way it builds up the the track because you know oh, I, I, like I listen Polo to the Rich track. Too. Um, I like many men. In the club for the reason that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. and twenty-one questions. I thought that was dope. You know, it, it's funny because we're sitting here assessing it. He is pretty strong too, because what I liked about it, and this happens a lot of times with people with their first album, is that there are so many raps to give. Yes, they've been rap writing raps, and it's just a book. everything. This is why people have that sophomore slump because yeah. there ain't as much to put yeah. out there. Because Unless you I, go into your little Nas Rhyme book and start flipping the pages and you realize. And make a song about it. Like, if you were. Shut up. Uh, if you realize. Yeah. Nas to find them. Uh, if you realize that the, the shit you used to write in that composition book, you used all the good ones mm-hmm. on the first album. Um, shit, Get Rich or Die Trying was 16 tracks. Yeah, it was long. He might have been all right if he held to that. What was it? A 10 to 11 standard back in the day? You know, he was giving us his everything. Yeah. But he put life's on the line. Like there's other extra tracks and stuff on there. Um, yeah, I. Yeah. So yeah. no, it doesn't even say. It says here that he only went six times platinum. Oh, so we United ain't States. even on no no so diamond. Not a diamond. I thought. So who had the diamond? Nelly. Nelly had a diamond. Yes. So it's Nelly, not Fifty Cent. 
you the one bringing me the statistics, oh, fam. The statistics desk is failed. It's, a, this it's okay. Is, I it's don't know, Happy Fifth. birthday, 50 Cent. Happy birthday, and Fifth. still six times platinum is pretty fucking amazing mm-hmm. as a rapper. Uh, so with, with Nelly, what was it? The song with him and, and Kelly? No, Nelly's... What is it? Nelly? Come on. Nelly? Really? Nelly's fine. That's another person who doesn't get the... um. He got kids? Yeah, he, he got, got kids, right? He got a lot of kids. Um, um, yeah, so he could be a... Um, he could be a dilf. Yeah, he's, Nelly is a, a forgotten dilf. I think we we forget that um, that Nelly is ridiculously uh, attractive. Fine. No, yeah, Nelly. Nelly in, in 2016, Country Grammar became the ninth hip hop album to be certified. Can we diamond. note that it's called Country Grammar, and we we acting like Lil Nas X is the first one to you know mess with the country like that, like that. Well, we it's see different Nelly. Kind of country, it's though. a different kind of country, yeah, but you that's know, let's, more like southern. Let's let's give yeah okay. Let's give the men. So Nelly had it. Um, who else had a diamond? They said it's the ninth rap album. Who else had a diamond? We are in a we are Kid Rock. Does that count? Nah. Life after death went diamond. Outcast, Speaker Box, and Love Below went diamond. Tupac's Albums went diamond. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, Beastie Boys went diamond. Okay, we can stop this now. Let, let's stop. <laughs> let's stop. Anyway, so happy birthday, Fifty Cent. We love you. Yada yada. Blah blah. Yeah, I, I really have an affinity for that. I love cancer men. Why? I don't know. It, you know, it's the emotional shit show that they bring to the table. Really? Oh yeah. A lot of these little what we're calling petty is that that's like them. Cancerian emo tantrums that we just happened to see. He he has a sense of humor, so we watching these meltdowns, and you know he feels slighted. Give me my money, you owe me money. Mm-hmm. I lent you a dollar to buy a Kit Kat the other day. Where my shit at? Yeah, um, I dig it, Fifth. I dig it. I dig it a lot. I see. I said. So if if you run away and you run off now, we don't know where you ran off to. Yeah, I'm running to Brooklyn. I see you when I get there, Don. Good. Make it be smart. That was really smart. (laughs) I'm not going to Queens. I'm going to Brooklyn. Very good. Good, good, good response. And you'll be driving, and as you're on the road, you'll be listening to a little bit of Freddie Gibbs. Can we talk about this Freddie Gibbs album? Yo, I love the feel of it. It, You know, it has the same feel for me as the Smith & West album, like this Yeah. It's a vibe. Like, it's grown grown man hip-hop. It is very... I mean the content. I was about to say something shady. Ooh. <laughs> if you could read my mind, you'd know exactly what I'm talking about because it's the artist that you don't like that much. Okay, yeah. So when you said what you said, you just <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's different. Yeah, it's different. It's this is the grown man hip hop that you want. Yes, it's my it's my you shit. Want I, I your shit, rough, rugged, and raw. Rough. Rugged, raw. Remind me of why I got into hip hop. Remind me of why I fell in love with the shit. Um, hit me with the bars. Give me the gritty beats. Give the me beats are beautiful. Yes, give me that shit. Like, remind me that this shit wasn't always like some pyro type shit where you getting all the lights and all the cameras and the best production. And so the, let's talk highlights, right? Yeah. So the album is called Bandana. I'm here for it by Freddie Gibbs. And um, it's Freddie Gibbs and Madlib, so it's a little bit. It's it's not. It's 
an album. It's 15 tracks. My two two standout tracks for me is Palm Olive with Pusha. Well, anything with Pusha is gonna be. Well, it's there nuts because they got Pusha and then they have Killer Mike on the hook. Oh. So Killer Mike's voice is nuts to me. That's why I like some of the shit that he be saying on the political side. I just be like, shut the shut fuck up, up and just do. But I know that he's coming from a place of of positivity. So fine. And just thinking differently than anybody yeah, else. Yeah, he thinks. definitely is trying to pull it apart. And I'm I'm with that, but I just don't agree. But Killer Mike on the hook, Pusha T on the feature, Freddie Gibbs, Mad Lib, it is so strong. Um, and then the other one, there's a song with Anderson Pac, which is solid too. But the other one that I like that I know that you have a difficult time with this artist, it's Freddie Gibbs, Mad Lib, Yasin Bey, and Black Thought. So Yasin Bey, as you all may recall, I respect known him as most deaf, also known as somebody that Goody respects. I don't, I do understand what it is. He's mumbly. He's, He's always very mumbly, and it's His, problematic for me, and it always has been. Because the words sound what strung together. It's strong, strung together. It sounds like he might be a little bit too intoxicated, too mm-hmm. hot. Like I'm like, yo, you you come to rhyme, it almost feels like some lazy, lazy, mm-hmm. a lazy ass flow. Um, and I've always had this problem with mm-hmm. with him. Um, yeah, you said that before that you just don't really like his cadence. I I don't, uh, and especially because a lot of these tracks are some laid back tracks. Mm-hmm. If you show up lazy on a laid back track, I'm gonna ha- you, you, you're gonna get a reaction out of me, and the reaction that anyone who knows me and who has sat and listened with with hip hop or to hip hop with me knows that um, I have a problem with the way. Yasin Bey give it up mm-hmm. to the point whereby when we saw them at the Roots picnic and I was like excited to, I was excited to see him because I respect him and I like seeing him and Black Thought together but uh, my cousin who I used to rhyme with looked at me like yo you really into this you do know that's most of I'm like yeah I know who it is I'm just very happy to see him and I respect him uh-huh. like um I'm happy he's back in the country. I'm happy he's back in the country. I'm happy that he's still giving us bars. Mm-hmm. You know, I can look over, I can overlook uh, his lazy approach to the microphone. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I can do that is because since I, since the moments where I really, really did not like him at all mm-hmm. because of his laziness, we have encountered such lazy lyricism that you that I like you, like him. I had to readjust yeah. because like I can even if he sound lazy he come into work yeah it's true and a lot of people have not been coming to work they've been coming to like la 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 yeah. on the track and I, I you know um they just producers right now own the game he's from a time when a lyricist had to come and, and bargain yeah. down so and, and him and Black Thought have a real nice thing going. Yeah, they have a they have a good thing going. They kind of got a more of a Jada Styles kind yes. of thing in and out going. And it's respectful, yeah. and they they give you the bars, and the track they're on even sounds like that. That takes you back. I'm I get nostalgia mm-hmm. dealing with it because it's like okay, yeah, this is this is what I fell in love with. Yeah. I, I fell in love with these people like just putting a beat together, and they didn't have all these fancy ass shits. They just gave us what we were about to get yeah and so. then we had benny benny and the plugs i met which is like a little ep which is also again black thought showing up again black, black thought, thought is, is here to work yeah. in 2019 okay he's like not fucking with y'all he is giving us all kinds of like i'm gonna wrap you down to the ground and i feel like um i feel like 
we now know that hip hop is aging and you don't have to age out of hip hop. Mm-hmm. So if you still got these bars, come give them to me. I'm going to listen. And if you're good, you might make everyone else rise to an occasion. Yes. Yes. You, you, so you're going to make other people rise to the occasion and you might even start changing the way that these lazy lyricists have been coming to the game. <laughs> or opening the door for somebody who's ready to bar yeah. us down. Yeah. So... But I'm ready for it. I embrace it. Like, um, you got to listen to the plugs. It's called The Plugs I Met. Um, it's really strong. Uh, in addition to Freddie Gibbs, his album is pretty strong, too. Uh, fuck with it. Listen to it. Pusha T's on there, too. Pusha T has oh. been sneaking around and skadoodling and skaboodling all over the place. Your wife rats. is a lucky woman. Yeah. Um, yeah. You ain't fine as all get out. He's just great. But you, I just, I, uh, you know, you know I how like you smell Bush. nice? Yeah, he dress nice too. He dress nice and his you know. He's always nice. I, I, I'm a fan. No, I'm a fan. Like, I don't fan fan for people. Mm-hmm. Like, I fan for him and Kendrick. Like, yeah. I go all in. And um, it's nice to see you sneaking around these microphones. Yeah. Sneaking into these Giving studios. Giving bars when, uh, when you don't expect it. And you know what? Good bars. Yeah. But okay, Mr. Goodbar. He's a he, that should be one of his AKAs, Mr. Goodbar. That's a dope AKA for a rapper, Mr. Goodbar. I'm sure somebody used that. I'm sure. So let me ask you a question: Is is the Hot Girl Summer canceled? Um, I don't think so. I don't either. But I see some people saying like, "We already tired." I'm not. I'm not tired of the Hot Girl Summer. I'm still doing the running up freestyle. I, <laughs> I, I'm feeling it. No, the Hot Girl Summer. The idea that women are out here trying to have their fun. I see Scotty Beam been having her nice Hot Girl so Summer. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she looks really nice. She's so well put together. I love it. The curves, all of it. Yeah, I see Meg saying like, "Girls, like you can't give up." Now Meg is also 25. Yes, but she too had to take a break um, and do a quick detox because she was out here driving the boat. You know what driving the boat means, right? Mm, you're going to tell me. Yes. Well, driving oh, the boat is when you pour, you pour the in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. So she's had to take a break from that, which I get. Um, but she's she's out here with us. Giving uh, it's hot, hot girl, hot girl. So we just started. It's, it's first week of July, going into second. Yeah, don't we, give up we, yet. I ain't giving up. Like, I mean, I'm 44. I, summer, it'd be hot and I got to go in. And mm-hmm. I don't personally like AC, but mm-hmm. I got to go in under the fan around 10 p.m., okay? So go. I'm going to give you the best I got in these daytime hours. But y'all young girls, hold down the night. Hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. So it's not canceled. All it's right. not canceled. Good. We out here. And speaking of somebody else who's having a dope-ass summer, Cardi B, our girl was out overseas performing. Going all in, representing for the BX as she, as it she were. gave the BX version she of the Fantasia or the Fantasia right. kick your shoes off. So Fantasia kicks her shoes off, and I wonder if this is going to become a thing. Cardi was at the uh, Wireless Festival um, in front of what looked like a hundred to hundred fifty. She was doing people. the damn thing. Who'd she bring out there? She brought somebody else. She brought somebody else out. Oh, well, I saw her when she was performing. Was she performing I Like It Like That? And that's when she snatched her own wig off and flung her wig into the crowd and had the nerve to talk about she she want her wig back. Skin on the, what's the odds you think that she's going to get She's not getting back? that wig back. No? She, and if she going to make it a thing, if it takes off and she make it a thing, she just need to go get her, some, her some, some get it wigs. at the beauty supply shop. Yeah. I didn't, I thought that the lace front wigs were stuck on, but she snatched it off and flung it pretty easily. Well, maybe she planned to. Um, maybe I don't know. 
But I, it was nice to see her out there doing her thing. She was going pretty ham. At one point, she was like doing some splits, and uh, it was it was it was wild. She was wilding out, but not in a bad way, in a really good way. Um, and you know, anytime you talk about Cardi, unfortunately, um, then the opposite end of the bargain, the opposite end of the coin seems to come up. And we recently had Nicki Minaj celebrate the 12th anniversary of her first uh, mixtape. And with that, there was, I don't want to call it a rant, but she put together a post um, where she was talking about what it's been, what the last 12 years has been for her. And, you know, the fact that she wants her accolades and that people should big her up and kind of like rep rec recognize what she's done and you know, she wanted to point out that only Trina has done songs with her and just all of this different stuff. And it sounds like um, a lot of the women that she pointed out were happy to be acknowledged by her. But well, um, you just started like maybe she's been acknowledging them, but she's been on a very selfish tear for the past decade. Very selfish. She had no competition to really speak of mm. because she decided she had no competition in people such as. Uh, Remy or Cardi. She decided she didn't have that competition. Well, until they and became Kim. competition. Yeah. Right. That's the, the problem. Well, Cardi became competition. So, it's funny to watch because um, what she did to Kim mm -hmm. and Rem, and she was trying to do them dirty. They have their stories of where she was trying to do them dirty. Rem coming out to say, hey, I don't care what you're doing, but you're trying to stop my bag by mm. telling people you will not show up. If I do the red carpet, so giving people the option of, do you want me at your show or mm -hmm. do you want her to walk your red carpet? Like that's nasty, underhanded and what's expected of a mean girl. Right. So she'd been doing a whole bunch of mean girl shenanigans and then she, she thought she could do the same to Cardi, but Cardi will not be stopped. Clearly, yeah, we're watching her being, yeah. we're watching her be unstoppable. Cardi won't be stopped and you weren't able to kind of, uh, Pull the same things you tried and she has her stories whereby Nikki tried uh, We even heard Nikki try to go at her on the track mm -hmm. um, It didn't work so now you're in the position where you feel like the things you did to Lil' Kim Are now happening to you. Yeah, that's the part that's um, and it, It's hilarious. You got a problem with her wearing a pink wig well, Ma, you wasn't the first one to put on a pink yeah. So, But then you said that you told me that Mace is kind of stepping in and might be the peacemaker. You know Mace, everybody. M.A. Dollar Sign. Yeah, Mace. but Mace, uh, not for nothing. I don't know what's been going on behind the scenes, but publicly you just got into the good graces of uh, Lil' Kim. Slow down, sir. Oh, okay. If she wants to do a song with Nikki, she will say they got each other's abilities to contact one another on the backhand. So was it that he's trying to broker them? So what actually happened mm -hmm. was um, Nicki Minaj went on her rant mm -hmm. and someone um, on IG was like, Nicki, I love you, but you have to shout out Lil' Kim. You have to. I'm sorry, but she probably feels like she gets no recognition from you and you reincarnated her, her style. I'm sorry to say it. Mm -hmm. Still love you, though. Mm -hmm. These are facts. The tape will tell the story. Kim been trying to tell the story for quite some time to the point whereby she don't want to tell the story anymore. She's like, don't ask me about her when you see me because I'm doing my own thing. Right, she did say that. Now, initially, she was like, oh, you going to ask me? I'm going to answer you. Mm -hmm. She did Black Friday and answer to Pink Friday. Now, for me personally, Black Friday went hard. 
I dug it, but I'm a little Kim fan. <laughs> um, Nicki Minaj's response was, I shouted her out in all of my early interviews. That's your narrative, mm-hmm. not the right one. I recreated her pose as a sign of paying homage. This sounds good, and I get it. You're doing social media, and you're doing this for your barbs who were young enough to not really know how you were giving it up. Mm-hmm. Um, to say that in your early interviews you were paying homage to her and all other female MCs, that's nice. But all of that gets buried. Like, your, your first go-rounds get buried. when mm-hmm. Kim's not hiding from the fact that she took a picture with you back when you were first getting your little buzz going. That's cute. <laughs> but after you got the buzz to, like, a really loud sound, what you started saying out your mouth was she's old, she's a has-been, mm-hmm. she can't do it like I'm doing it, she needs to shut up, mm-hmm. she ain't nice, she's washed. You, you said all of these things in front and then behind the scenes, you were trying to take away opportunities by leveraging your fame to get rid of these other female MCs. That's, That's nice. very nice. So she then followed that up by playing these old interviews, like the very before she even put the pink wig on mm-hmm. on in her interviews, where she had she was Nikki with the with the little doobie cut. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's putting those videos out. You know what? It would have been nice if when the industry inevitably tried to play you and Kim against each other, mm-hmm. it would have been nice if you said, nah, I can't do that. Kim's an icon. I fashion well, myself. she just didn't have the strength to do it. She didn't have the wherewithal. That's cute. But the, let's not try to paint the story as if, no, I've been doing that and she didn't embrace it. So I was like, fuck it. That's not what happened. Mm-hmm. You could tell you have that young fan base. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for you to lead them down that path. But. We who have been here know how the story played out. Right. So she said this, then she posted those interviews from when she was give, paying homage. Here comes Lil C's like, you know what, put your money where your mouth is. Do the Megatron remix with Lil was Kim. It, was it Lil C's or was it um, Mace? Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't Lil C's. It was Mace. Okay. Um, Mace, shut up. I feel you, Pastor Mace, or whatever. But you know what? You go do songs with Cameron and them. Well, you could go do your songs with Cameron and them. You could tell Nicki and Kim to do Megatron Remix. Because, you know, maybe they do it. But I'm not seeing Kim jump on no Megatron Remix with Nicki Minaj. It would be nice to see the unity. Because mm-hmm. I want the unity. MC, female MCs do not have to go at each other's throat. But no. if they're going to do something, it needs to be a new thing. It needs to be collaborative. And it needs to be both of them writing in the room so nobody can have shit to talk. That's how I feel about it. Well, hopefully, hopefully, this can get situated. I don't know if it's going to. I don't I don't, I don't know to. if it's going to. But I know that we're see, we've seen Kim, Rem, and Cardi get together and gang gang. I, we've seen Cardi actually pay homage to Lil' Kim, actually do the same pose and be like, this is because you you the queen. I can, mm-hmm. You know what? You the queen. I'm trying to work on getting there, but you know what? You did this. And you know, Kim and Fox, they, they had to suffer through a lot for the rest of all these Lil's to even be out here. Oof. They have to, Kim got that ass beat. Kim did a lot to be where she's at. Yeah. It's rough. It's, it's real rough. So, I mean, I'm sure Nikki's got a story, and maybe at some point in time she'll be able to tell it. 
Um, well, as a female MC, like when Kim was at on top, mm-hmm. it was like, nah, you gotta take her head off. And right. if you're not well, strong enough now. to understand that you had to, you didn't have to take anyone's head off. Yeah, it's very different now. We don't. No one has to take anyone head, anyone's. Uh, head but off. once you got your foot, your good footing, you didn't have it in you for the sisterhood to be like, yo, this don't gotta be like this. You played on that, mm-hmm. and then you tried to get rid of Ed. Rem came home from jail. You tried to play with her. Like, come on, man. Yeah, it's crazy. I hope y'all could get it together, but um. I'm not mad if uh, Kim's like, no, nah, I'm not ready to do that. On another note, did you get a chance to peep what's going on with uh, the Little Mermaid? Yes. So, well, two things. Do you have any intentions on seeing the live action Lion King movie? I have to catch up with uh, the little Aladdin thing that just happened. You don't have to. Oh, it's not that. You well, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep, you know. I plan on seeing the the, the Lion, Lion King. King live yes, so Lion King is a it was a phenomenal production. I d- I dug it. I saw yeah. the cartoon. I saw it on Broadway. Yeah. I dig Lion King. Okay, so now they've they've had success with the Jungle Book, Aladdin, now the Lion King, and they're going to do a live action of Little Mermaid. So we know Ariel. Yes. So Ariel, the person who's been cast to play Ariel this time, is Halle Bailey. Not Halle Berry. Halle Berry, but Halle it is diff- it is difficult to, yes. to follow up. Yeah. It, it is difficult to finish the swing or reading that entire name. Uh-huh. I have had to tell myself, no, not Halle Berry. Berry. Halle Bailey from the Chloe and Halle group. Uh, they are proteges of Beyonce, and Halle is going to be cast has been casted to play Ariel, which has turned this mother out. My God, people are pissed. There are hashtags called not my Ariel. That's cute. There's hashtags called make Ariel white. Like white people. There's a church group. Like there's a church group against oh, wow. um yes. Wow. And I even saw a meme that was like, why would the representation for the little mermaid be from a group of people who can't swim? Oh no. Yes. <laughs> it's problematic. But one, she could sing her ass off. Two, she can act her ass off. Three, they gonna get this Ariel. And four, fuck them. Yes, that as well. This is what it is. The people want the girl. The girl is cute. Like if you look her in the face, she even has an Ariel look in the face. Like problem. She'll be and fine. And y'all go fucking watch the shit and shut the fuck up. We gonna support. We gonna be there. Hopefully, we Black Panther that bitch. And we don't even need to make this a black thing. The, the, the fact of the matter is this. Disney has been around. And you know what? We haven't had one. But this is a moment for a Jessica mention. Because there is nobody who fucks with Disney less than Jessica. It was one of the most... I remember when we first met and she kind of broke it down. And it was so interesting. You're like, like, fuck all of this. It's all like anti-Semitic, anti-woman, sexist. All of these different yeah. things. I mean, they, the way they choose to tell stories is fucking problematic. It is. But um, the idea that this girl being fucking Ariel is going to get everyone's nuts in a fucking bunch is ridiculous It to is. Me. It is. Like, shut the fuck up. What uh, if we made somebody black that's white 
And a lot of the people. Oh, so you forget Cleopatra, huh? The, the jokes are funny. Someone was like, "If we'll give back Ariel, you give back Jesus." Right. Which is funny. That's shit. hilarious. Um, I like Terry Crews as a uh, as he as he men. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like this girl is adorable. I think that she's very marketable, and I think that having a cast with Ariel is a person of color is fine. Remember, Brandy was Cinderella. Yes. And Whitney Houston was, and, and nobody tripped. They didn't trip because, you know, Whitney Houston. No, I just think that we and were it was space. Broadway, right? No, it was on well, TV, Channel well, 7. Yeah, I, I think it's the. I think that we've gotten to a place right now where. where Everything's um, triggering everyone? No. Where white people are sick of black people and people of color shit. And I think that the, 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 the crawl of black folks and people of color stepping out stepping up and being really accepted in the broader society is starting to freak them out and we are in a place where people are pushing back and i think that it's a lot of it is donald trump's doing not doing but he that make america great again shit mm -hmm. triggered something in a lot of people that maybe was dormant and came and started to come to fruition as well we needed to see it of uh, Obama coming into just symbolic of Barack Obama being president and stuff like that, I think um, 100% pushed push, push something in these folks. Now, and now that. Twas, I'm now noticing you done wore all the bracelets. Oh, this Mocha going to tell you about the bracelets if you oh, keep shaking oh, them. Alex and Ani, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, there's something about, we're just in a really fucked up time, and I just think that. I think you can't hear what you don't reveal, and now we see it. Yeah, I think we thought we fixed something with Obama being elected. No, we didn't. We just buried we actually, it. We didn't. It was buried. Obama. Mm -hmm. That that was the cut. Mm -hmm. um, Trump is salt in the wound. Yeah, and hopefully, whatever happens after Trump heals the wound. Maybe because these, when you look on Twitter, when you look online, and you see what people are saying, it's a fucking kids movie. Right, and it's a kids movie that's a watered down version of an awful tale that was told. Correct. Remember um, the real story. Ariel's gives up her voice for this fucking prince, and I think the motherfucker doesn't marry her, and she just dies. Right. She died like fish out of water. Yeah. <laughs> she gives up her voice to get legs so that she could get with him. He doesn't even really fuck with her like that. Marries some next broad, and she just dies. Um, heartbroken. Yeah, and that I mean, if you look at the real story, ain't that what we should be getting—the so, blacks, the broken heartedness? So let this little adorable young lady who sings her face off um, play. Now I wonder who would play the father. I'm hoping for Idris as her dad, the mermaid dad, the merman. Yes, I like Idris. I know people online were saying Michael B. Jordan for the prince. Nope, don't like that. Who? Mm -hmm. Michael B. Jordan for the prince? No. No. Someone else. Someone else. I mean, someone handsome. Michael B. Jordan is handsome, but someone else. Um, and who would you get to play Sebastian? Do you remember Sebastian? Who Sebastian is? Yeah. Um, aren't they trying to go for. Um, well, their thing is, I don't care. He could be Trini. Well, no. They're actually saying some Jamaican. I mean. Booja Bantana. No, no. <laughs> I don't know if Booja has the comedic timing. Yeah, he don't have the comedic so, timing. So. Major Hype? I don't know. I don't is know. that how you say it? Major? It's Major? Major Hype. Oh, I don't know. I, yeah. Um, I pronounce the things how I see them. 
Maybe him. I, I mean, know. he could do any accent. I'm curious though. That Is would he, be that. Yeah. Yo, if you don't try to get this job, sir, carry yourself in. You know, mm -hmm. under the sea. Shit, yeah. let me do it. There you go. You sound like you're ready. Are you ready? Are you ready? But it's gonna be a Beijing. When it comes out, though, I definitely want to make sure I get a chance to see it and support. It. I really can't do that. <laughs> I don't think that that's how it goes. But you could always. You could give up your legs to do what? <laughs> For who? Yeah, nah. Yeah, they bugging. They bugging, bugging. But we gotta see it. You gotta see it. Because if you would have said this to us 12 years ago, we were like, nah, we good. The world is a better place. The world is not a better place. Yeah, we definitely are seeing some real ugliness. Um, and the Twitterverse, the Facebook universe, like, we're just seeing a lot of ugliness. And I, I'm not saying I hope it stops or whatever, but it's just, it's wild. What else we are going with? That's really all we got. I mean, we covered everything. Um... Like I always say, if things we always thank you guys for listening. We want you to, to tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, make sure you're following us on all of our socials. So follow us on Instagram, Termagent Talk. Follow us on Facebook, Termagent Talk, and always email us at Termagent Talk Pod. Feel free to leave us a voicemail. Be like, call we know. Call us now. We like it, and um, you know we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear any feedback, any questions, any arguments. If you want to set it off, feel free to set it off via um voicemail and we can go at it whatever you want to do we could do all right man later it's been great have a good weekend well not a good weekend have a good week we'll talk to you next week later bye